Hello and welcome to the third Yumi and IP podcast brought to you by Northern's Media PR Marketing Limited. We are the publishers of the Global IP Matrix magazine and the Women's IP World Annual. I am your host, Carlos Northern. I'm the founder and CEO of Northern's Media PR Marketing Limited, based out of London, United Kingdom. We're delighted to introduce Miss Arlene Castillo from Inventiva Espacio Legal to the show today, all the way from the Dominican Republic. Arlene is a lawyer with a master's degree in corporate law at the Pontificia Universidad Católica Madrid y Maestra, which is the PUCMM. She is a founding partner with more than 15 years' experience in intellectual property, anti-counterfeiting, unfair competition, and corporate law. She is a member of the Dominican Intellectual Property Association, ADOPI, and the International Trademark Association, as we all know as INTA, where she has participated in non-traditional trademarks, parallel imports, and unreal campaign committees. Hello and welcome to the show, Arlene. How are you today? Hi, Carlos. I'm good. Thank you for the invitation. It is an honor to join you today. No, it's an honor to have you on the show, actually, Arlene. We've been meaning to catch up with you guys for quite some time now. Um, so, Arlene, let's just jump straight into it. Um, so you have 15 years experience of working in intellectual property law. Prior to this, you've done a master's in corporate law, uh, corporate business law. Um, what made you choose uh, a career path working in IP after business school? Well, Carlos, while I was still a law student, I started working in a small law office as a paralegal. And one day my boss told me to start studying the industrial property law of the Dominican Republic. As I told you, it was a very small office. Mm -hmm. And not a week passed since she told me that when I was offered a job in what was at that time the largest intellectual property office in the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. I say that God wanted me to learn intellectual property in that office that was my biggest school and where I had bosses with a lot of knowledge in the area of intellectual property. There, I became passionate about intellectual property and when I left there, I started my own firm in 2009 at age of 24. Okay. That firm, was that firm um, IPR law firm DR? Is yes. that the one? Yeah. Yes. So uh, Inventiva Espacio Legal was founded in 2009 and was formerly known as IPR law firm DR, which we just established. Um, was you one of, you was one of the founding partners with my good friend, colleague, um, Laura Castillo Sepulveda. So what's the story there then? How did you guys meet? Well, Carlos, Laura is my sister. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. I never knew that. Yes. Okay. Laura is my sister. It is a blessing that she also studied law. And, she, and since I started the firm, she helped me with everything. Right. Until one day, she came to the firm to stay. Laura is very intelligent creative and talented, and her contributions have been evident at the firm. Okay. I never, because I, I, I met um, your sister, um, Laura, at um, Inta a few years ago, and yes. then she kindly attended one of our drinks receptions, and, you know, we, we, we built a relationship from there. And, of course, she also has contributed to our publication in the past, as you've probably um, noticed. Um, when the firm was established back in 2009, what challenges did you face and were there any obstacles in the way of preventing you get to where your firm is today? Well, the biggest challenge was starting a firm in the area of intellectual property where the firms in the country had 90 
50 and 40 years of experience. Okay. I remember that they told me that I was very brave for having started a firm. And I told them that those firms that today have all those years once also started from zero. Thank God today our firm is 12 years old. Okay, amazing. So I must ask these questions. I mean, like I do with all um, the the, the um, guests that we've had on board before, um, the COVID pandemic has affected businesses all over the world, including ours, as I say many times before. How has Inventiva Espacio Legal ridden the wave during the pandemic? And what advice would you give any other firms struggling the aftermath of the last 18 months, for example? Yes. Innovation and creativity are the pillars of intellectual property. The world is constantly changing and we must be available to change and innovate together with the world. With the pandemic, there were also new creations. We just have to be attentive to those creations and be available as lawyers to innovate in those areas. Okay, so at this point, we're going to stop for a quick ad break and we will see you guys in a moment. We have now started the candidate research process for the Women's IP World Annual 2022. The Women's IP World Annual is the industry's number one intellectual property law publication that celebrates the work and achievements of professional women working in IP, IP law, and innovation globally. We are very proud to provide a platform for women working in intellectual property and innovation by shining a spotlight on their expertise and professional knowledge in their respective fields of operation in IP through engaging thought leadership content. Our annual publication has caught the eye of many IP associations from all over the world. More importantly, it has attracted a cocktail of awe-inspiring, knowledgeable women who are happy to share their professional and personal experiences of working in the industry. Our unbiased approach welcomes large to boutique law firms and female industry professionals at all levels to join our network of remarkable women from all over the world. The famous American journalist and women's rights advocate, Miss Sarah Margaret Fuller Ossoli, once said, if you have knowledge, let others shine their candles in it, and we couldn't agree more. Contact us today if you would like to nominate a candidate to join the Women's IP World Annual 2022, or if you would like to personally share your knowledge, inspire and be inspired. You can contact us on plus 44 0203 813 0457 or email us at info at womensipworld.com. For more information and to check out the latest issue of the Women's IP World Annual, please go to www.womensipworld.com. The Women's IP World Annual, the industry's leading publication that celebrates the work and achievements of women working in IP, IP law, and innovation globally. The Women's IP World Annual 2022 is sponsored by Patent Seekers in the United Kingdom and Lexorbis in India. Okay, so let's move on to your recent article published in issue 10 of the Global IP Matrix magazine, which I found very interesting, which is entitled NFTs Viewed Through the Lenses of Trademark Law. Um, before we go into your article, um, can you explain to our audience what NFTs are? Because, you know, it, it was very eye-opening to me to find out, you know, all about NFTs. And I'm hearing about it a lot more and more now since I've actually read it in our publication. So could you explain a little bit about that? Yes. NFTs or non-fungible tokens are digital assets such as artworks, photos, songs, videos, 
and basically any digital file which can be marketed through the usage of blockchains. This certifies the authenticity and uniqueness of the asset. And because of their nature, the assets contained within are impossible to duplicate, modify, or corrupt in any way. NFTs is a very interesting topic. Um, can I ask why you chose to write about this topic, Arlene? The NFTs market is up and coming. Its flourishing has made it impossible to ignore. It's inevitable for IP attorneys to pay close attention to it and jump into this world hand in hand with IP rights owners. This world is quickly taking up space and becoming the most innovative way to commercialize goods and services. Therefore, I thought it would be interesting to share some light with my fellow IP colleagues regarding this digital evolution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, what would be the correct procedure to file a trademark for NFTs? As I'm assuming it would be quite compl- um, well, I'm assuming it'd be quite a complicated process and all. Well, the filing of a trademark for an NFT would proceed as all trademarks filings do. The complicated part will be from the use of the trademark itself or its licensing. Okay. Okay. How does the license work for NFTs and can they be sold once licensed from the NFT's originator? Licensing and NFTs is still a very unknown space. As there are opportunities, there are also risks associated with licensing assets on the blockchain. I understand that all should be contained within the license agreement, whereas the procedure of licensing a digital asset such as such as an NFT contained within a blockchain, as to the possibility of selling said NFT once the asset within has been licensed. Good thing is IP rights are handled mostly under private contracts, therefore allowing the parties to establish their own conditions. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Now, the internet is developing in advanced software every day. Um, What does the future hold for the protection of NFTs and enforcing IP rights? Precisely because of the advancement of technology and the growth of this new form of commerce, clients involved in NFTs should seek legal counsel to ensure that intellectual property rights are preserved and properly enforced. Okay, so that brings us to the end of today's podcast. I would like to thank Arlene Castillo from Inventiva Espacio Legal all the way from the beautiful Dominican Republic for her time today and for opening our eyes into the very interesting and futuristic topic that I'm sure we will all be hearing about a lot more in years to come. And I would also like to thank our audience for your ears and uh, and for your time also. Um, from all the team here at Northern's Media PR Marks Unlimited, take care of yourselves and each other. Until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>